Welcome to Road Trip Branson. I'm your host, Rebecca Schlau. This is episode 20, and on today's episode, we're going to be discussing our predictions and just some general Branson discussion. On today's show, I am also joined by my lovely husband and occasional guest, Jason. Hello. Welcome back, Jason. Thanks for having me back. All right, so let's just go ahead and jump right in. We, everyone's wanting to know when will Branson open? When can we get back to Branson and live our life normally? What are your predictions, Jason? Well, I know the stay-at-home order ends May 15th. Now, the question is uh, that everybody wants to know, and I have saw a lot of discussion on, is when Silver Dollar City it will officially open, which is still up in the air. There's no official word on it. But our predictions, of course, according to our last episode, was June 1st. But are they ready to open June 1st? Is and the so question. when you say, are they ready, you're just talking about Silver Dollar City. Because there's a lot more of Branson, Jason. Silver Clark. Dollar City. Is Silver Dollar City ready to open June 1st? Okay. What do you think? I don't think they're ready, honestly. Why don't you think they're ready? I think that they are going to wait till. Uh, the official opening of other theme parks to see kind of their lead before they open up. Yeah, and the reason I'm I'm thinking that too is because Silver Dollar City, even though it's you know our you know one of our favorite theme parks, it's definitely not the biggest theme park in the entire world, and there's a lot of precedents that are set you know right now by Disney World. And it's not just Disney World and, uh, you know, we're thinking of Disney here in Florida, but like also all the Disney land parks around the world where this virus was also prevalent way before it, you know, it got here. So I think one advantage is sort of our city, even Disney World, you know, we get to look at, you know, how is... Beijing opening up? How is China, you know, all the places in China, how are those places handling crowds now because they are a little bit ahead of us with the the fighting of the virus and they still haven't opened up and they closed down back in January and they still haven't opened up even though they've re- they've lessened some of their social distancing restrictions and businesses are getting back open but as far as I know there are no other theme parks like the Disney theme parks open around the world so I'm hesitant that we are going to be ready now, that doesn't mean things can't change dramatically overnight, but, you know, in order for Silver Dollar City to open up, they're going to have to have some changes in their procedures, don't you think? Yeah, um, and I actually saw there was some things floating online uh, where there were individuals over there in China on a roller coaster where there were seats next to them empty. So, I mean, two... Two people sat next to each other. One seat would be empty. It'd go all the way back. So uh, there is a theme park open. I'm not sure which one it is. So there are yeah, tests maybe, running all those. Maybe we need to do some research. And so what's been going around like the hub with Disney World and things like that, there's been speculation they may take temperature reads. There's speculation that they are going to have like walkways, designated one-way walkways. They're going to space people out more. They will have less capacity. They will have less people allowed in the parks. They'll have less people on a ride vehicle at one time. So these are things that they may be putting into place at Silver Dollar City. And also, I mean, if you think about spacing, I guess at some of the shows in Branson, they may have some restrictions on, you know, maybe they're, they're you know, it's going to be a third or a quarter of the way filled up just for, you know, population control. And so that's something they could do without adding too much of the new technology. The other thing is the new technology. And luckily, like I said, the places over there in Asia and, you know, other countries, they may have already started on some of this technology. And I think Silver Dollar City, for the most part, you know, not knocking them, but they aren't the most, you know, tech-savvy park. I mean, I think we finally got an app for the park, but it rarely shows accurate wait times from our, from my 
point of view. So in technology, they're just, you know, they, even for their system of trailblazer pass, that's kind of like their fast pass system where you get to the front of the line. You were saying that they still do like just little. Yeah, the little mark, the, where they clip punch. it, the yeah, hole punch. they'll do a little hole punch instead I'm, of having any sort of technological assistance. To be fair, Silver Dollar City is very hilly, so I'm assuming there's poor Wi-Fi or internet connection. However, I mean, I think it's time to update the system and possibly, you know, with the updates of new technological systems there at Silver Dollar City, maybe they could implement something. Maybe maybe they could do something for the parks to make it safer. Well, you'll have to also think, too, um, Disney's got the order online with the food uh, to where you can actually go pick it up. Do you see Silver Dollar City actually having people line up to get food? or they? I mean, w- I think it is possible that in high crowd times that mobile ordering, I mean, it's not a bad idea. However, I there's only a few places at Silver Dollar City where the line will back up up in certain times of year now i'm not saying i'm not waiting in a line but to me they have space enough to space people out but mobile ordering being able to order your food from an app on your phone i mean i think it's great i think it's a it, it would be helpful but if you think about all the like the fast food places that you'd be ordering from you know like if you compare it to places like disney a lot of those are inside locations where you actually go in a building but most of Silver Dollar City's like fast food locations are just you know outdoor shacks, uh, tater skillets, you know, out in the you know just out in the open. So I don't know that mobile ordering is going to be one of those you know pressing issues. However, I mean I do think you know anything that helps avoid lines is going to be smart. Now we have mentioned this you know, fast pass system, this, this trailblazer pass, which gives people access to the front of the line. Disney has this on a magic band. You do it all. You do a lot of your fast pass from an app. They also do something called a virtual queue for one of the newer rides at Disney World. And I think this is a great precedent for a possibility for lines like crowded lines at Silver Dollar City. This is where you essentially get in line from your app, but you don't actually physically wait in line. You can go other places. And once your turn to ride the ride, it sends you a notification that, hey, it's your time. Come come get up in the line, the actual line. And they won't allow people to actually wait in big, long, crowded lines. Isn't that something that you're thinking about too? Yeah, I mean, I think they will definitely tape off sections but i don't think that the i think the the lines there at silver dollar city now aren't as bad as far as spacing people out so i don't think they'll have an issue with that you don't i mean i'm thinking of like tom traveler that line is huge and they're i mean they would have to keep everyone way back i mean you'd have to have one set go six feet next people go i mean it would be a long like, if they have the space, it doesn't matter how long. Well, I mean, they'll be limited to the amount of people that actually will get in the line, like, to actually go down the well, bridge. Well, that's what I that's what I mean. I mean, that could potentially go all the way back. I mean, if you're talking about riding Time Traveler, and during the middle of the summer when everyone wants to ride it, then, so, that, I mean, that could go way back. So, what I, and this is kind of crazy but what i see silver dollar city doing is maybe doing some boarding physical passes that they give hand out to people uh, when to come back or times something physically that they hand you with your times and stuff on it i don't see them actually coming out with anything virtual uh yet that, that would be too bad though i mean now is the time now is the time to come up with that idea now is the time to move silver dollar city into the future the modern it's time to modernize some aspects of our city but like with other theme parks like disney and you know we're talking a lot about disney because you know we're disney fans too 
they did have the, you know, you could get your paper fast pass, you could get your paper one, but they also had different places among the park where those of you who aren't real tech savvy, who really prefer not to do apps or stay on your phone, who just don't want to deal with it, there would be like stations set up for you to go to get your pass where you wouldn't have to log on to an app, you know, with cast, what we call cast members, like staff, staff people would be there to help you get your, you know, your pass to ride. And that's why I go back to my original saying that I don't think they are ready. I mean, how long does it actually take to come up with something like that virtually for a park? Well, I mean, if, if they've played their cards right and are looking at what the other theme parks have already done, I mean, I think the technology's there. It just, it's going to be, it's going to take more effort and a lot more money to get it implemented and a lot more work to, you know, get everyone trained. And they're going to have to up their game on their connection, their internet connection, their app. They're going to have to get a, a stronger a stronger mobile presence. And that's why I think the time, for time's sake, I think that they're going to do something with actual passes rather than virtual anything right now. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, that's that's a possibility that they may be working on something. And in the meantime, while they're working on something, give people paper passes. But I just... To me, that just seems like we're we're going in the wrong direction. And I think, I mean, there'll be a limited amount of people that will actually be able to get into the park. Um, and from what rumor has it, uh, I know we're, we're going back to Disney talk, but Disney is saying that they're going to temp check everybody going no, into the park? No, no, no. Again, that's speculation, hon. We, Disney is not saying that. There have been people who have mentioned that Bob Iger who is on the board for Disney and used to run the whole thing before Chapek got involved, he said they may do temp checks and things like that. So, we're, you know, it's still not real clear what they're going to do. And just like everybody, I think we all, it's like we all want these answers. We all want to know now. We want, we want something to look forward to because we're all looking forward to it reopening but it's so hard to to get so excited because we don't even know. And I don't know about you, but it just seems like the longer it goes on, the more the the longer it's getting. You know, the more that we've been quarantined, I'm starting to get used to the idea that it may be a lot 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 longer than any of us had ever predicted. Because originally when everything shut down, I was like, "Oh, they're going to be delayed a few weeks." And then the few weeks, they're like, oh, they're going to be delayed till, you know, the end of April. And now that it's at the end of April, April 26th, now it's like, oh, I guess till June 1st. And now I'm getting, I'm just getting nervous because I don't, I don't see it happening that fast. However, the other, the other thing is, even though things keep getting pushed back, there's also new stuff coming out every day. Like every day is something different. Every day our news gives us a little tidbit of information, like, Maybe with more testing, maybe with new advances. So it's still so up in the air for me to think about Silver Dollar City opening up. And, and you know, we talk about Silver Dollar City because it's, you know, it's one of our favorite places to go in Branton. But, I mean, just like with all the other places, what about Branson Landing? You know, I mean, I know some of those restaurants down there are doing takeout, but, I mean, Branson Landing is... is suffering all those shops and people who work at the shops and all the fun things to do down there i mean think about the branson bell think about you know all the shows like dixie or not dixie stampede dolly stampede excuse me like what's what are those horses doing like what's happening and i just it's hard to think about but i think with some less than ideal measures you can get places open quicker but you'll have to significantly reduce capacity. And when you significantly reduce capacity, you know there's going to be people that are upset. Let's talk about upset people. Let's talk about <laughs> Silver Dollar City season pass holders. Well, and that's that's one of the things is 
with season pass holders and what drives me absolutely insane is Silver Dollar City. I mean, the prices on those season passes, honestly, can we say that they don't owe us anything? You go twice or by the third time, those season passes have paid for themselves. Yes. So, but keep in mind, audience, we are spooled beyond measure because we have we get to compare our tickets to Disney World. And we compare the cost of Disney World season passes versus Star City season passes. It is a joke. For, you know, for one day at Disney World, I could pretty much get a season pass at Silver City. So for us, the you know, Silver City, and we love Silver City. That's the thing. Like, Silver City ranks so high in our books. We love it so much. I mean... You know, I'm going to be honest, I, I think, you know, Disney wins, but man, I love Silver City. It, it's a close, close second. And so, I mean, Dis, you know, I just think Silver City, the tickets are so cheap. Well, what about... They are so cheap. In my in my opinion, I feel like they're cheap. Now, if you're just, if you're paying for your whole family, yeah, it's going to, okay. I'm saying that relatively speaking compared to other theme parks. Now, when you're shelling out 75 bucks a day, for whole family, no, I mean, of course that adds up. That doesn't seem cheap, cheap. But I'm thinking, like, in general, you know, the amount of money you're paying, if you're paying 150 140 I don't know what it is now, for a season pass, a whole season passes of our city, you know, that's going two days. That pays for itself in two days. That's why we're thinking, like, you know, man, that's, that's cheap well, in, the think long, ab- in the long run. Think about pumpkin nights. Think about Christmas and silver dollar city i mean for sure those would be two times you would definitely go which normally um you know something that is themed like that normal you know i'm, I'm just saying that other parks would actually try would pay a uh, charge for private yeah they would they would charge a, a party and and um and i i hate to say it but i'm i mean i'm not against it with the huge crowds you know one of the things that is really upsetting to people. There's there's a few things that are really upsetting. One is really, really high cost of admission. And then two, you pay a really high cost of admission and then it is super uber crowded and it lowers the experience. You know, it dampens the experience. And lately, Silver Dollar City has had a bit of a reputation for overpacking and overcrowding and it's making the experience not as enjoyable. Y'all, the only solution to that is not is not what anyone wants to hear, but the solution to making it not as crowded is... Raise those ticket prices. Raise them up, y'all. You got to raise them up. And so by raising up the cost of admission and maybe making some of the pumpkin nights or even the Christmas... As private paid stuff, as a As a paid event, I mean, that's going to tick a ton of people off. But this is... I mean, that's what Disney does. And it's it's not fun to your wallet, but it also makes sense to get that experience. The problem is we're also in the Midwest, y'all. We're I mean we're Arkansas. We're Arkansas hillbillies. We don't all make a we're not millionaires, but I think that Silver Dollar City pass holders, you know, they they've been coming here since childhood, like like all of us, and they feel you know this ownership to Silver Dollar City, like it's their park and it should always be accessible and i think all theme parks you know that's obviously the goal is to get it accessible however when it's so accessible that you're overcrowding the park and it's in ruining everyone's experience you know that's the 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 laws of of uh, supply and demand y'all you gotta raise you gotta raise it up so now so our city now the other thing is is not gonna you know is it well, I mean, I think is crowded. I think Silver Dollar City has added a plus by doing the Trailblazer Pass. I mean, that's a way when it's very crowded to pay more and ride the ride a lot quicker. Yes, I mean that is definitely a way to do it. The Trailblazer passes are, are really, I mean, they're they're expensive. I mean, we've only done it once, twice. We've done it twice, but we've done it during peak times i mean of course when you buy a trailblazer pass on a thursday a wednesday or thursday yeah we i mean that's a waste of money i mean so 
on, on those days that we know we're going to a really, really crowded time, we will consider getting a trailblazer pass. Spring break. Yeah, spring break would be a great time to do it. Or middle of the hot summer on a Saturday. Or, I mean, even, I mean, I guess if you were really into rides at Christmas time, you could do it. I mean, there's ways where you could spend extra money to make your, you know, the crowds seem less. But, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like the crowds, you know, at Pumpkin Nights at Christmas time. I mean, they're in Midtown with all the lights. I have a big old stroller and... It was, I don't know, like it felt embarrassing that I was having to be like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, I'm so sorry. And well, it's on a hill and you have to navigate. It's almost, it's almost like we had to take detours. Tons like of detours. Like, like the roads close because there's so many so people many you people. can't get that stroller and through. And so season pass holders right now, you know, that some are livid. Okay, there's a mixture of season pass holders, what they think. Because, you know, the season started in March, of course. And, you know, it's not Silver Dollar City's fault that they're not open. But season some season pass holders are mad about it, and I guess they feel entitled to some stuff. Now, as a season pass holder, I mean, I don't want to pay for stuff I'm not getting. I do think Silver Dollar City will come up with a plan to correct all of this. I do not think they're going to leave people hanging and just expect people that, sorry, deal with it. And there's no official word on what Silver Dollar City is going to do because they're going to hold off until they actually know an opening date. But prediction has it, as everybody else does, they just extend the dates for the amount of time the park was closed. Possibly. I mean, they, they did mention on the, officially, they said they would do something for our pass holders because they said they care about us. And they said that they would do something, whether it comes in the form of extra guest passes or something else. They didn't give us an exact plan, but they did say they were going to do something. And I believe so our city. I think they are going to do the right thing. However, what we're trying to say is, you know, Jason and I, I mean, I don't, I don't care. I'm still going anyway. Like if it's open around Christmas, I mean, I'm definitely going. So, I mean, we, we're, we don't feel like so our city owes us anything and and first of all we've only missed a, a you know one weekend trip you know we've missed one day of our normal silver dollar city pass holder i mean this was actually going to be the first time we had gone to silver dollar city in the spring i think yeah and i think there may be some pass holders out there that'll actually go only spring break and summertime and may not go during the fall time and that could be the ones that are upset because they feel like they're not going to be using their season passes. And I would be mad, too, if Silver Dollar City said, you know, too bad. But Silver Dollar City hasn't said too bad. Silver Dollar City hasn't messed anyone over. I, I do believe they're going to do the right thing, and they're going to make it They're going to make it right for everyone. It's going to be at a loss for them, of course. But um, I do expect, uh, and I'm not, I, I expected this before, but I, I think it's very much needed. I mean, it's kind of needed now. They're going to have to raise their prices. There's, there's no way they can come out of this without considering maybe a gentle ease up of the price. It, it's time to consider that. Well, especially with, you know, the new smokehouse and the new water ride. What is it, $100 million they just spent? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I cannot imagine. What terror, like... It hurts my heart to think about this. You know, this was going to be a huge year for Silver City. 60. And, and when we say Silver City, this was going to be a huge year for Branson. I mean, this is 2020. Things, I mean, with Silver City have changed. I mean, things are really hopping in Branson. I just feel like there's so much growth with all the new stuff that's coming this year. All this new stuff that was planning this year. I mean, what a year. What a year. With all the new stuff and new growth for Branson to, all of Branson to be completely shut down. I mean, the economic impact on a, a tourist-based economy is, golly, that's stressful to think about. So, our hearts go out to those who are, you know, financially impacted by Branson. And that's who, you know, we really need to think about the most. I mean, we are impacted, of course for, you know, our jobs and, you know, we can't go to Branson, you know, we're spoiled, we want to get there, but I mean, I, can you imagine all the people getting furloughed up there, all the people who work at the attractions? I mean, they're making nothing. 
Well, and they were just, a lot of them were just hired, too, in March, right? And just laid back off. I'm not sure. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, because, you know, Silver City was about to open. And, you know, I, I really feel like Branson, for a long time, they're getting away from running their schedule off Silver City's schedule. But it just seems like a lot of Branson, kind of their busy season was always Silver City's busy season. So they kind of, you know, things would shut down in Branson when Silver City was kind of shut down. Um, although that had been changing the last, I mean, I think the last few years, Branton has started to become a little bit busier all year round, but man. Yeah, cool. and talking about season passes and tickets, um, I did see where uh, someone might have contacted Silver Dollar City, and it may be in writing to where if you don't use your passes all year, they will refund you fully for them. Now, is that an official word from Silver Dollar City? It's not official but everybody on these forms have said that it is in writing somewhere but i can't confirm it i have not which, seen it which forums are you talking about which do you I mean follow? a lot of these facebook groups social media groups are saying it and then i've also done research uh to where you know someone has talked to somebody um in the uh, customer service department we haven't talked to anybody, though. I just want to make that very clear. I've been lazy. I haven't done any of my own personal outreach to anyone at this company. So please call and find out. Yeah. Please call and find out for us and just let us know what they say. I have just not really wanted to overwhelm people who are already overwhelmed. Although it's probably a good idea if we call. I mean, I just don't... Right now... The ambiguity of it all, the uncertainty, since nobody exactly knows the course of this virus, I could imagine Silver Dollar City won't be able to give us any sort of answer either, though. Well, no, not official until there's... Who can give us an answer? I mean, is there any date. place that can 100% without a doubt tell you how this thing's going to go? I mean, no. All we can do is, uh, is predict. So... Jason, when do you think, give me a date in mind when you think things in Branson will be back open for tourists? Well, Branson itself. Like Branson I, itself. No, I'm not talking yes, about Silver Branson City. itself, I would say June. Or, you know, mid-June is when the order lifts. But June, June 1st. The order lifts mid-June? No, the order lifts May 15th. And when you say order, you're talking stay about... Stay-at-home order. The stay-at-home order lifts. Is, is yeah, it ends May 15th. Okay. So, I mean, I think the locals will be getting out, you know, the rest of May. But I, th I think tourists themselves, I don't see coming out till June 1st. I mean, do we see any shows opening up? What are, what are some precautions I think that the shows are going to take with, with everything going on? Well, I mean, obviously reduced capacity in the theaters and not seating right next to someone might be something they do. They may have everyone wear masks. I mean, that's also another possibility. So our city is there going to be more people wearing masks or they may say you need to wear a mask. Uh, or they will, uh, I'm not real sure. I and mean, I mean, there's you're not gonna, much else you can do except just not, not have as many people in the theater at one time. And you are going to, I mean, when Silver Dollar City officially opens for business uh, and the shows start allowing people in with spaced out seating, I mean, like you said, is everybody going to be okay with wearing a mask? Because that may be the way that we go now. I mean, we may have to make it part of our wardrobe to wear masks now. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a reality that we're facing. Um, you are more optimistic in your prediction. I'm not as optimistic. But I want to be. I just want y'all to, to know. I want everything to be open by June 1st. I really do. But I've started to become a little bit more... I don't know, the longer it goes, the less optimistic I am becoming. And that is not, that's not because I think things are getting worse. I think we are, we're doing a good job of slowing, you know, of flattening that curve. But I mean, that the curve, by flattening the curve, that means it, it lasts a lot longer. So my prediction is uh, August 1st. 
August 1st. August 1st. That's my prediction. Now, that's not what I want. And I just want everyone to know before you freak out. I've never been right with any, any of my theme park predictions in the past. I've never been correct. And I make them all the time. So, I'm batting, you well, know, over 20 here, y'all. I've never been correct in, on my predictions. And so, my prediction of opening August 1st, Silver Dollar City, of course. Right? Or Branson itself. Well, Branson, like, touristy stuff. Like, I'm thinking Branson, like, shows. I think of shows and Silver City, August 1st. And, like, yeah. Well. And that's horrible. Y'all, keep in mind, this is a horrible prediction. And I want to be wrong. And I may have added a few weeks to what I thought initially, too, just for maybe. I mean, I'm trying not to be dramatic, but... Uh, I'm hoping it's open June 1st. I'm hoping it's open or or maybe June 15th. I cannot, I really can't even imagine what the state of Branton will look like if it doesn't open before my prediction. However, I just, I don't know. I can't see it. I can't even see it right now. It just. And I, and I think the, the horrible thing too is that people, you know, are going to be a little more irritated with other people when everybody gets together, of course. So it's going to be quite different. What do you mean? Like you think people's general mood is going to be changed in Branson? Everyone's going to be like, back off. No, I think everybody's going to just be so OCD after this whole thing, you know, on touching things, washing their hands, protecting themselves, their kids. Or maybe they're just so mentally fatigued that they just say forget it and they just go go straight in to back to normal maybe they just get so burnt out on all the precaution i mean mental fatigue is a real thing and i remember you know one of the things i said when this first started was you know people are going to do this for a few weeks people will stay quarantined people will act right people will do what they say but, you know, once we start getting in a month or two, Until, people are going to start to uh, rebel against all of that. And they're just going to say, forget it. And, I mean, we're seeing a lot of that. Until that one person now. sneezes or coughs. Yeah, I don't want anyone coughing, sneezing. I don't I don't like... I, okay, by the way, I we've always been germ germaphobe people at theme parks anyway. So, I feel very confident... That we've done pretty good. None of us like getting sick on vacations, but we've we've been especially precautious after having our first daughter, who is a preemie. We've always been very very paranoid about about germs and things like that. So we already wash our hands and use hand spray after touching everything on vacation. We're already kind of germ people, but now, yeah, now now everybody better be germ people. At least all the workers there. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot more safety measures everywhere you go. You know, whether it's it's people at, you know, the restaurants down there, you know. Well, you everywhere. know, for sure, employees will be wearing masks. Whether They better know, be wearing some masks. Whether we do or not, but, you know, employees, I think it will be a for sure thing for employees. Now, would you be okay with temperature checks and the whole nine if they brought all you, that? You can stick that thermometer anywhere you want to if as long as it gets me back to Branson, Jason Schlau. I'm ready. Mouth I, swab, test. Oh, you swab whatever you want, honey. <laughs> swab it. Swab it. If, it, if it's if it's swabbable, I will give that swab to go on vacation. I, I'm one of those people, y'all. I would give up a little bit of my personal freedom and my personal respect my self-respect, to uh, go to the places I love. That's how much I love Branson. Beat that. No, I don't think there's a beat in that. <laughs> but I... I I'll, I'll do whatever. Like, I don't... I don't... I really don't mind. There's other people who feel very differently than that. They talk about government trying to get their business and get their information. But we're talking about Silver Dollar City. We're talking about these shows. These are private, privately owned property. These are not public places, so you will be subjected to whatever rules that they want to implement, and you don't have any rights 
when it comes to that sort of stuff if people want to check temperatures. You know, you're if you want to go to like Fritz's Adventure or something like that and they require you to take a COVID-19 test right then and there to get in property, I mean, that's you can complain all you want, but it's private property. I wish they would test everyone. I mean, that would be great. If we get more test kits available and they're quick response tests, you know, those 15-minute tests, I mean... If we had a lot of access to that, that would solve it. Well, I mean, so if our city could just test everybody like right then and there. And that would be worth it. I would pay extra. Test me. Test me. I will. And that would be the only way of knowing because, I mean, some people are symptom-free that have it. Yeah. So you could be clueless on whether or not you have it. I think most people are. I mean, it's, from what I'm hearing, it's like most people who actually have it don't know they have it. Most people just think it's like a little slight cough. Some people think it's just dust or they drank something funny, but their cough ends up being something else. I'm looking at you, Jason Schlau, who's had a cough for three months or three weeks. No. Over a month. It's been over a month. He's had a cough, y'all. He's had a cough, and every time he coughs, it's uh, it's pollen. I drank something, and he says, oh, I don't have a cough. But then he coughs, but then there's there's a reason. There's always a reason why he's coughing. It's not because he could potentially be sick. There's a reason. But enough about that. So back to predictions. Uh, Silver Dollar City, what precautions do we think that they will be taking? Less people. Less. Taped up. They're going to tape it up, the floor. Space more... people out. I think there's going to be more staff to control spacing. I think we're going to see a lot more staff on the walkways, those crowded walkways. I think I could see them making us wear masks. What about that dang exit every time you're bunched up going through the shop and out those two double doors? There's no way that they're going to be able to do that with everything going on. Their exiting if is there horrible. Is, if there is one bright side to this, y'all, if there is one bright side to, to COVID-19 and so are our city, please. Fix that exit. Fix the <laughs> exit. Just let us out. Let us out. It's a hazard. Just let us out of the park. So maybe two double doors. Everybody exits. Please out of. fix the exit and entrance area. Let us out. Just let us but out. We want you to see all the gifts, and we want you to buy all the stuff walking through the shops. I mean, it makes sense, but they do need a bigger opening. I mean, the two only double thing doors. That gift shop does is I try to. I get out of line and I go through racks to try to beat the people that were in front of me. And I try to find a way to to get through that store faster than the people that were originally in front of me. Like, that's what I do. That is the game I play. I don't look. I don't shop. Just get me out. So, hopefully, they will create a new exit entrance. Like, that is something that's a needed thing. So, hopefully, this will push them to do some improvements to things like that that needed to be done so people will just be exiting the entrance and the exit way so they'll use both sections now for people to exit is the only thing i, I can think of where else is anybody gonna exit i mean it, i it, think they may do it a, a new exit or i think the, they may do a new exit where do the employees come I in i don't know leave? but i think they may do a new exit like a new They've got room to do a new path. Don't don't be fooled. Silver Dollar City's got a little bit of land right there. They could make a whole new exit area. And they've needed to for a long time. With the amount of tickets they are selling, they they can do it. Now they're gonna be hit now financially, but I'm saying like they've needed to do something for a while. I mean, literally on the most packed days, it literally takes you how long? I mean a good 30, 40 30 minutes, minutes to, to get, get out, out of the park. Just to just to get into the parking lot. Yeah, not, it's not even to get your car. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. So hopefully that will be a a much needed improvement. Hopefully I could I could definitely see them doing something like that. I think you're gonna see a lot more gloves and a lot more masks on your staff especially those in food service, those taking direct tickets. 
those that have any sort of handling of your stuff. Now, luckily, Survivor City's always, in my opinion, is, you know, I've never seen them as being just nasty or anything. It's usually the guests I find a bit And I'm hoping nasty. that they come out with some virtual app order food i would like that type. but i mean if they're going to do a virtual app order with food how can you say they're not going to do a virtual thing with the line i'm hoping that they <laughs> have the time to do it i mean it's it's crunch time i mean they're going to have to figure it out and figure it out soon but ever i mean i can only imagine the amount of money they're losing every single day by not staying open so it's going to be worth the investment if it helps get them open quicker at some point plus again these are needed improvements that they've needed to make however they did just drop a ton of dough down there on mystic river falls and you know it's great you know what i love that these projects are already done like these projects are already completed like they can't bail out of these new things because other parks like disney they're not going to be able to do some of their you know their ideas they're yeah. just going to have to hold off on them. Now, the river is flowing, but is it open? you think it's ready to be open the day that they open? Majestic yeah. Falls? Yeah. I think people will be back to work there before they let guests in. Because they'll have to run with whatever systems they have. They'll have to run those through for a while. And by that point, I, I feel like they will probably already have construction crews finishing up if they haven't already. Because I don't know for sure that they haven't had construction crews. They may. They still may have construction crews going. I mean, I don't know. I haven't asked. I mean, the stay-at-home order, does it apply? I mean, they were they were pretty far with now, the construction I will, I will, to begin with. I will tell you that I did do a little bit of research on essential businesses, and it did state construction being one essential business um with the stay-at-home order yeah of, i could including see, golf courses i could see sort of our city going ahead and allowing s some of the construction to continue i wish that was the i mean i hope that's the case but i mean once that area is you know once that that ride is is complete i do not see them opening up anything new for a long time well you got to think too with construction crew i mean they're probably preparing you know people with the spacing out in the parks i mean they're they're probably preparing that i'm hoping they're preparing that now well hopefully that construction crew is tearing down the exit you know, <laughs> and, and building something different Hopefully they got something going on down there. I mean, that is a mess. So, I'm, I mean, I'm looking forward to going back to Branson, but at this point I'm feeling a bit, I don't even want to say defeated, because I'm, I'm not actually in a bad mood. I don't feel pessimistic. I really don't. I just think we have done our job. I think we have flattened that curve. And by flattening the curve, it just extends it. And I think Silver City and a lot of places in Branson are going to be very careful because a lot of their population, you know, there's a lot of people who go to who go to Branson who are who are older folks. I ain't gonna lie, I've been going there for years, and it's it's widely known that older people love them some Branson. I mean, heck, I I love it now. You know, when I get to be 60 years old, oh. That's going to be my haven. I'm going to be there every day. And when I retire, I'm going to be up there all the time. So older folks love Branson. And if older people really are more vulnerable to COVID-19, I could see where out of all the places, you know, Silver City, or, you know, not Silver City, but Branson in general is a little bit more hesitant. I could see them wanting to be a little bit more cautious. There's not a lot of hospitals in that area. I mean, once you get to Springfield, there's actually a few. But like right there, there's like one in Branton, or close to Branton, and that's it. So I, I don't think they want too many people getting sick or going home sick. Yeah, I think also after our <laughs> our podcast, I'm curious to see how many people are going to be a little upset. But Well, Jason, for people to be upset, that would mean that we have listeners. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't really think we're, I don't think we're upsetting anyone. I know my mom and dad, who really don't listen either, are gonna be upset. I definitely know my fancy sister Rachel's not listening. Nope. 
But it's just predictions. Nothing's set in stone yet, and we're hoping that our predictions are wrong. I'm hoping Rebecca's prediction is wrong. I and want my, my prediction, prediction of wrong. June 1st being more realistic. Hey, but hey, y'all, again, I haven't, I haven't made one successful prediction yet. But I, I cannot wait to go to Branson. I want to go to Branson so bad. Like right now, it was just it, the weather, the spring weather. You know, ugh. Oh. It's been so perfect. Like, I can just feel it now. I could see us, you know, staying at the Welk or Wyndham Mountain Vista and or just staying uh, anywhere. I'd go anywhere right now. The Welk? Yeah, I just said that. I know. It's, it's a great, oh, great place. God, I want to be there so bad. So, I mean, and that that would also question, you know, the pools at the resorts and people going into the pools and oh. how they're going to limit all that. I mean, think about the Welk. I mean, it's an indoor pool. Yeah. So, what are they going to do? I mean, they, they're not going to be able to, they're going to have to limit that. I mean, they're not going to. I mean, I guess some of the, the staff who run the, the pool area, the Splashatorium, are going to have to be. Their eyes are going to be more open. They're, you know, they're going to be watching. They'll be watching a little bit closely. They, I mean, I think a lot of places will paint, do a lot of paint, like line starts here. You know, like even at our local grocery stores, they've all like created new, new spots on the ground that says like, you know, wait here. So, I mean, I think there's going to be like little colored lines on the ground telling people how close we can get. And I mean, I've never, I mean, the Welk Resort, I mean, it does get a little bit crowded during peak times but a lot of times we go i mean think too bad think think i mean pools in general i mean i i just don't know how the restriction is going to imply to pools i mean look at i mean if they're getting in the pool maybe chlorine kills this yeah i mean look at whitewater i mean what is what's whitewater gonna do I mean, they're just gonna hang up that hat all season it's it's over i don't think whitewater is gonna open over that season's already over. I hope I'm wrong, and I haven't predicted anything successfully yet. So, And I'm hoping that you get your difference refund if Whitewater doesn't open up. Because, I mean, the, the passes, sometimes you do both parks. Oh, like a, yeah. pa- like a yeah. season pass yeah, to both. Get, yeah, so. I mean, of course they'll do something if Whitewater doesn't open back up. But I just don't know how they're going to restrict crowds. or I don't know what they're going to do with water parks in general. I mean, they're saying even in Disney, they're they're talking about how the water parks aren't going to open up till what phase three, four. I have no idea. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard any official word from Disney about. There that. was no official word, okay. but there's a, all speculation that you know. Oh, there there's may speculation not be. everywhere we go, y'all. Y'all can have speculation. It's going to open real soon. You can have speculation that it's going to open in 2021. So, essentially, nobody knows. Everyone's just predicting. You're either very optimistic or very pessimistic. It's hard to even know what's real, like a rational prediction is anymore. Like, I don't even know what's rational. Like, I honestly don't know what would be a rational prediction at this point. All I know is that I don't know, and I'm starting to just get comfortable with the uncertainty. And that has been the hardest part. I'm impatient, but I'm starting to become comfortable with the impatience that, you know what, it can be like that year we... You know, gave birth to our baby, and we couldn't do much. And that's why I'm thinking, I hate to say it, but your prediction seems more realistic because Silver Dollar City will be taking the following approach to this whole thing, I believe, as well. You know, they're going to see what all the other parks are going to do, how they're going to restrict, and then they will probably follow behind afterwards, is like you said. I mean, I know you said that, but... That sounds like, to me, what's going to happen. So, this is all doom and gloom. Is there anything Is there anything happy you want to talk about before we end the podcast tonight? Well, the happy things about Branson, I just love how they're all coming together. I mean, you see a lot of these shows on social media, Hey Goods, and, you know, all the shows, they'll, they'll do live videos on social media and it's been great um to watch them you know play from their houses and oh and, they'll do like a little virtual performance yeah for you. i mean yeah, let's talk nice. about happy yes that's been a great 
thing happening in, in Branson and, you know, a lot of have seeing everybody come together and, you know, how these restaurants are staying open, uh, doing takeout orders, some doing delivery. I mean, that's, that's great. So that is great. Oh, uh, another happy is, is, you know, fingers crossed that at some point this year, everything does open back up. But I mean, we are getting close. If not, we've already hit the point where Polar Express opens up for reservations. So it usually happens at the very end of April. I usually make our reservations in May. So I'm going to actually check on that. But as long as things are up and running by, you know, end of November or something, I'm assuming Polar Express will be good to go. Just fingers crossed, y'all. Just, just let's be optimistic. Polar Express. What are you most looking forward to doing when you get to Branson? In August. In where, whenever, <laughs> whenever it opens, we're going. Well, our plan, our trip is booked in August. So I mean, it's it's August if possible, but you oh, know, if yeah, if yeah. if I mean, if we take a weekend trip before that, but you know, just I'm just looking to get back to normal with everything. Get out of this dang house with this homeschooling and. You know, being tied up in the house. So I'm just looking forward to things getting back to normal. I mean, just driving through downtown Branson, 76, the Strip, you know, looking at everything. I can't wait wait to cross the dam, the Table Rock Lake, the dam. Yeah, right past... Um, the Bell. Branson the Bell. Bell. Yeah, like overlooking the the chateau. Like, I cannot wait to get to that point where I can be like, oh, finally I made it into town. I can't wait to do my late night grocery run. I can't wait to walk down at Branson Landing. I can't wait to eat eat again at Sugarleaf Bakery. I can't wait to feel comfortable. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it to get back to normal for sure. All right, so I think that's probably going to do it for our trip. As always, you can connect with us through our Facebook group, our Road Trip Branson Facebook group. If you want to send a direct email to us, you can send an email at roadtripbranson at gmail.com. We do have an Instagram where you could follow at roadtripbranson. Hopefully, Jason is updating that. I am not, y'all. Just connect with me on Facebook if you actually want to talk to me. Just just go directly through Facebook. No matter what he says, Facebook is is my jam. Or I guess you could email us, but I prefer Facebook. Facebook and Twitter. I haven't honestly been keeping up with Instagram, but Facebook and Twitter. So, so I would love to hear from you guys. We would love any sort of iTunes reviews. If you review us, it just helps people notice us, you know. So when all those five people each year that research Branson podcast can find us, we might pop up. So we would love it if you gave us a, a good review. And, and do us a favor and just take a minute or two just to go to our Facebook page, like and follow. That way we can post some stuff there as well. And talk to us. Talk to us because, uh, you know, we're lonely and we, we miss, we miss people. And so we would love to, we love to make friends right now. So that's going to do it guys. All right, road trippers. See you real soon.